Styling is now considered an integral part of the real estate selling journey. And many people personally believe they have the knack in getting it right after watching numerous reality shows, looking through Pottery Barn, Temple and Webster and Ikea catalogues and thinking that their own personality is what everybody wants. Well, we are here to tell you it's not that easy. And I will vouch after spending the last 24 years looking through property, styling is not my talent and I would happily hand over the rights to the professional. Today, we are going to find out why it's important to engage the services of a professional stylist. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda. Real Estate Right is bursting up the charts with a thanks to you, our listeners. Yes, with 2022 fast approaching, we would love our loyal listeners to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts so we can spread the word on how great it is to have a podcast that talks your language, helps you learn about the various aspects in Melbourne real estate and gets you to secure a home or investment that's perfect for you. One of Melbourne's styling pioneers, styling properties since 2003, Susie Nabillo Lawson is the director of Furnished Solutions and is passionate about transforming properties, ensuring they stand out in the marketplace to bring in the best buyers and achieve the best sales results. Welcome, Susie. How are you today? Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you, Sue. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having um, me. Now, how, that's okay. Now, how did you get into styling all the way back in 2003? Well, um, at that time, I was working for a telecommunications company. Styling yeah. was not even something that I'd really heard of. Um, Mum had just had her third child with a huge gap between um, my sister and um, my brother. So yes. she decided not to go back to work. She decided to go back and study her passion, which was interior design. Mm-hmm. And she did a three-year course. In the meantime, I met my husband, who's a real estate agent. And when she graduated, he's like, hey, girls, you should uh, do this new thing that's starting up, uh, property styling. So How exciting. we went and gathered some funds, uh, got ourselves a little warehouse, bought some furniture, and, yeah, the rest is history. Got it going. Sounds good. Yeah. Now, obviously, you've, you've had almost... 20 years doing this, 18 years doing this. Wow. Oh, um, gosh, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been doing mine for 27 years. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, now, obviously, you know, you've made a profession of it in terms of uh, styling and you do a lot of real estate agents all around Melbourne, but we do see the occasional property. I might see them more often than you, but, and we've had a few you know, friends help out and it looks ghastly. Why should your property be styled by a professional when you put your property on the market? Yeah, definitely. And and we do see that as well. Um, yeah. We often have uh, the agent saying to the client, you must have a stylist come through. Mm. Sometimes they're a bit reluctant and will come in and there's always a friend. Oh, my friend could help me with this. Oh, my friend could do that. I could borrow that yeah. off my friend. And the agent's like, no, you're not borrowing anything from your friend. You need to use a professional. And the reason that is, is that, you know, 
friends, they might have a passion and they might think they have an idea, but they really aren't up to date with current trends. They don't have that spatial awareness. They don't know uh, what colours can be even more draining to a really dull room. So there's just, you know, like I said, my mum did a three-year course. It's not I just have a passion, I know how to do it. It, There's a lot of detail involved in uh, styling a property the right way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, just to uh, put a spanner in the works, but I like my decor and it makes me feel homely and warm. Won't buyers like my personal style? Yes, we have to be very delicate with um, people. <laughs> we always lost the agent out first. How harsh do you want us to be? Do we need to go soft? Do we need to be harsh? Tell us which way to go. So we always yeah. get that feedback first. So, um, mm. look, a lot of the time we can kind of gauge that as well. Um, we usually find um, that women are more receptive to what we're saying. It's the men who are really, um, really? upset. Yeah, yeah, it's really quite strange. I think. I don't know if it's just that they don't want to spend the money or, <laughs> or that they're just happy with what they have, maybe a pride. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we find that women are a little bit more receptive to um, some advice. Um, but, yeah, sometimes when we do walk through the houses and we'll say, okay, well, maybe we need to store this, and they're like, oh, really? But I paid $20,000 for that. 35 years ago (laughs) yes it's from 35 years ago I think you've had your good run with it so it's just about the way that you approach them and you know we always make them feel good about their own home that yes you know this this is your style and yes you've invested a lot of money um, Mm. in your furniture but what we're trying to achieve is uh, appeal to a broader market so um, yeah your you know five-seater couch in this small living room yes it might be great for when all your family come over but you know we need to take that bulkiness out and bring something a little bit more sleek and um, more stylish for the room so look most people um, when we can see that they're kind of looking a little bit like oh gosh really do I need to make all these changes we sort of lay off a little bit and we just say look we'll just go around we'll take lots of photos and then we'll send you a styling report and so then what we do we just detail room by room what we would suggest storing or throwing out or moving and then bits to high so we always tell them we'll try and work with as much of your own as we can so that they still have that touch of personal in there um yeah that's right um and we find that people are a little bit more receptive. Once they can read it, they don't mm. feel like they're being told. Um, yes. So, but, you know, some people are great. They're like, be as brutal as you can be, you know. We're and do you write things like, these are our suggestions? Like, yes. Rather yes. than we're very being told. <laughs> yeah, no, we please consider. <laughs> we say, please <laughs> consider. And then we have all these bullet points. So, yeah. And we itemise everything so they can pick and choose. And we always say to them, you know, pick and choose what you're comfortable with. And we find if we take that approach more often than not, they'll go with everything. So, yeah. and often yeah. you walk out of the house going, oh, I don't even think they're going to do this. But lo and behold, um, they end up doing the lot. So, yeah. And sometimes it's yeah. just the processing, yeah. isn't it? It's just processing it through their head, what needs to be done. Yeah. Okay, I see what they're saying there, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Do you go to the extent where, for instance, there might be like external blinds that look really rough on the outside, would you say, look, you know, we recommend you get rid of those or? Yes, yeah. If things are looking really ratty and torn and things like that, we will say, look, it's best you remove them 
or put them up so that no one can actually see them. So um, especially like inside, if they've got, you know, ripped lacy shears or something like that, just take them off. You don't need them. Um, if there's some really ghastly curtains that are, say, at the back of the house where privacy is not really an issue, we'll just take them off. Often when we get there, if they're still there, we'll just literally lift them off the rail and put them in the cupboard <laughs> just so at least... You know, they're there. We haven't thrown them out, but they're there if anyone wishes to put them back up. It can just, you just remove something like that and it can totally transform the room and, um, you know, change the energy and, you know, up, it gives it a bit of an update without even spending money. We've actually literally taken something away and they don't yeah. necessarily need to be replaced. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Yes. I remember in 2000, 2003, I bought my first house house I had a townhouse and bought a house and we had these um, bright green with orange and yellow like flowers on the curtains in the back room (laughs) and I swear I think I got one photo with them in and everything else they just disappeared they had to go (laughs) (laughs) good choice (laughs) (laughs) now um what are some of the benefits of using a professional stylist over doing it yourself Okay, well, if you could have done it yourself, chances are it would have already been done and that the agent wouldn't have actually suggested that you need to enlist the um, services of a professional stylist. So um, that's the first point, I guess. Secondly, you know, you don't necessarily want to go out and buy all these things because you might not need them for your next place or you might not even bought your next place yet so this is a quite an economical way I guess to just go and hire some items rather than going out and buying all these items and sometimes what we find is people will go to Kmart and overdo it on the Kmart stuff and it just yeah. really looks brings things down yeah, <laughs> it's okay to have a couple of Kmart pieces that's okay yeah. but not to deck out your entire place we had one lady um, where she had this empty room and the um, agent said you need to call Susie but Yes, she was receptive to that. But in the meantime, she went to Kmart and completely filled this room with Kmart furniture. It's the first room you see when you come into the house and it just looked so cheap. Yeah. And, you know, it was really hard to say to her because she was so proud of what she'd done. And we're like, look, maybe you can keep some of these, but we really need to get this couch out. Like it's just very cheap looking. Maybe we can move that into a bedroom corner and that kind of thing. So it really does pay to have the stylist come through first um, rather than going spending money at Kmart because, you know, the money that she spent on Kmart, she could have hired from us. And, yes, she'd have those items afterwards, but does she really want those items afterwards? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, yeah, if if you're wanting to style, you're trying to achieve a wow factor and so Mm -hmm. you're just better off hiring those items like yeah it can seem expensive you think oh I could go to Kmart and buy a couch for the cost that you're hiring it out to me but it's not going to be the same um and then just with other things too like all your soft furnishings like the the cushions and the artwork yes they can go and buy cheap artwork but you hang these pieces up and they just are so dull they drain every bit of energy out of the room Mm -hmm. let us bring our artwork our artwork is amazing and it's just going to you know put this vibrant feel into your room and um, not be so draining. So I guess a professional stylist will have access to so much more and they'll know what your room needs. Um, You know, a lot of people like to live in a dark house, but most people don't. So 
allow a stylist to come through and they'll know what colours are required to brighten up the room. Um, you know, they'll have better spatial awareness of how things should be placed and, um, you know, how big things need to be as well. So there's definitely a big benefit in using professional stylists rather than doing it yourself. So, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, now, I, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago that, you know, I went to this apartment in Elwood and uh, both myself and the, and the agent's PA came in and we were just like, oh, my God, this is revolting. They'd left stickers on the candles, like the barcodes, and they'd used uh, paper cutout packaging bits and pieces as sculptures on the mantle. Um, yeah. They'd gone to yes. an op shop and bought uh cookbooks from the 1980s and use them as display things and like okay they were trying to create maybe a bit of a retro feel with this older style apartment but it was just poorly executed a fail, <laughs> <laughs> a fail yes and yeah and yeah. it was one of those situations where oh my friend can help out with the styling she's great at it like yeah um, and it, it it wasn't, and apparently she was a nightmare for the agent in terms of returning keys and and it just didn't understand the concept of the urgency when it comes to real estate agents and yep. their needs, um, yep. whereas professional stylists do. Oh yep. yeah, we understand deadlines and we're running, 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 running to get things running, done. Yep. And look, you know, friends have, you know, their hearts are in a good place and they're trying to save their friends some money, but often their, their style is confusing. You know, they like lots of different styles and when they're trying to execute and pull it all together, it's just this big mishmash mess. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing, um, the attention to detail, it's knowing where to, how to place the couch to make the room feel bigger. It's knowing how to, um, take their stickers off. Um, this house even had, uh, the rug with the label facing upwards rather than having the rug upside down. It was so bad. Oh, there are so many things that people don't pick up on. And like you said, that attention to detail, that is just, you know, a really important flares to have. So, you know, it's like, yeah, the rug facing the wrong way. It's um, on a cushion, the zipper showing, like, turn it upside down. Why is it facing up? Uh, lamps, the shade, can't stand it when you can see the crease facing mm. the room. It needs to be turned yeah. around. And these are little things that people don't even consider. They just think, all right, I've put a lamp there. That's what I was told yeah, to do. I was told to put a rug there. I was told to put a cushion there. But they're lacking in all that finer detail. Or they, um, one thing I can't handle anymore is the karate chop of the cushions. Everyone's gone mad on oh, the karate chop of the cushions. Chop cushions. <laughs> just like, have please it, stop. Have it when they put the um, the lamps like on the bedside cabinets and then they don't plug it into anything. And yes, it's like, or there's no the globe. Yeah, or there's, or there's no, no globe. Going. Or, you know, they put their um, cushions like as a diamond. Why no, don't do that. Just put them yeah. straight. What kills us sometimes too when we do style and when the photographer comes along and tries to change things around, and then when we see the realestate.com photos come up, we're like yeah. so like. Oh, look, I have the oh, same problem with copy. They will change, they'll change a little bit of copy and then they'll throw in a spelling mistake. And it's like, I did not put that spelling mistake in there. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, 
amazing how uh, yeah the the non-professionals think they know more and and will try um, but look there's definitely a huge difference between using a professional stylist and as you said a hobby stylist and that's why the real estate agent will always always recommend a professional stylist you know they'll yeah. understand um, who their buyers are and and what look to go for and you know we're not always dealing with modern homes. We're dealing with, you know, Victorian homes, Edwardian homes, and a stylist will know how to have elements of the old with the new and mm. make it all flow. Um, a hobby, someone that has it as a hobby is not going to know how to bring those elements together and to have a flow from room to room. Like mm. you, you'll, every room you'll needs find, to flow. Yeah, you'll find that a hobbyist sort of stylist will be more in tune to what they love and not what's suitable to the home as well. Correct. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, they'll have one style on. Like I know I like my Hamptons Frenchy kind of stuff style, you know. Um, yeah. And I would probably do, you know, any house. Like I just work out a way that I can make that work for my house. But yeah. it's not necessarily going to work for every house. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. So, yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely um, – a huge difference and I would always go with and that's like with any trade really hmm. you know would you trust um your friend to come and you know do your landscaping just because they like gardens it doesn't mean they know what they're doing and they might kill your plants or prune them way too much or um you know painting you might need your friend might say oh yeah I'm more handy with a paintbrush but are they really going to do a good job yeah. Probably not. Probably have to call a professional in to fix it all up in the end anyway. It's a bit, it's a bit like um, professional, like electricians and plumbers, um, hmm. like even doing a cashy job. Then they're, they're not allowed to do cash jobs anymore because hmm. you can't get a receipt to say that it's been, you know, it's, it's certified. Certified and all that sort of stuff work without hmm. if it's a cash job. So if, if yeah. they've issued out a, a certification, and then somebody audits them and then goes through their books and they go, well, where's the payment for this? Mm. They get in trouble. Exactly. Because they've got So there's no yep. point in some some areas of uh, of trades that yeah. you should um, should get your friends to do it because the cashy jobs yeah. aren't. Look, and it always costs you in the end anyway because it does. It, whatever's happened might need to be fixed or whatever they've done, they haven't done a very good job. And so it's going to um, affect your sales price in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yes. Um, illegal buildings works. They, that's what they're called in the <laughs> yes. <painting part. laughs> You know, someone who goes on about illegal building works a lot. <laughs> All good. Sure. It happens um, a lot. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Now, do you often find that you need to resurrect a sales campaign after the owners have either used their own furnishings or got their friends to help? Yes. Got a perfect example of just a recent oh, really? one we did. So, oh, yeah, we had this um, home in Williamstown, massive home, yeah. bachelor pad. He had some nice furniture, but it was just really um, cold. Mm. And the agent couldn't sell the house. He had he wanted top dollar and the yeah. agent just couldn't even get anyone through. There was just no interest at that price range. Anyway, he was thinking of withdrawing from the market and the agent said, please let me get, Susie to come through and he's yeah. like no 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 don't don't need a stylist my stuff's fine I bought the house because when he bought that house he bought it with all this furniture 
So when he bought it so long ago, he just thought, well, if it was good enough then for me, it should be good enough now. And And I'm just going to withdraw it from the market. It's a bit of a blokey thing to say, isn't it? Sorry, we don't want to be sexist, but it is a bit of a blokey thing. (laughs) Enough for me, it's good enough for everybody else. (laughs) Exactly right. Anyway, so she finally convinced him to let me into the house. And when I came in, he was totally disinterested. I could tell he wasn't even listening to anything I was saying. And I, I came in, I said, look, I will use as much of your own, but we need to add. But he just, I could see, he just shut down. And I said, yeah. all right. Silent tantrum. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Silent tantrum. <laughs> exactly right. That's perfect. So I said, look, I'm just going to go around. I'm going to take lots of photos and I'm going to send a styling report to the agent. I'm not even going to send it to him. So I did that and she went down and sat down with him and he was like, oh, no, I'm just going to withdraw it from the market. And then the agent was smart enough to get his girlfriend involved. And she's like, what are you doing? Just spend the $2,300 and, um, yeah, give it a go. You've got nothing to lose. So begrudgingly, he agreed. We styled it for him. The agent rang me and said he doesn't want to sell it anymore. He was like, geez, is this how I could have been living all this time? This house is amazing. (laughs) And she's like, no way, no, we're we're putting it to market. So anyway, it's sold within a week. 240,000 above what he was asking. Oh wow. For his $2,300 styling investment. Yeah. So, so I plus all the weeks of advertising that he'd been paying and not really getting any getting any interest. So wow, that's a huge it definitely difference. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you've just got to swallow your pride and yes, this is how I live, but yeah. you know, it doesn't always work. You've got to trust your agent. You've yeah. you've not only um signed up with your agent because you think they're going to get the sales or best sales price for you but you've got to listen to their advice on how to achieve that yes there's certain things that need to be done you need to clean your house you need to you know um, maybe refresh the walls with paint steam clean your carpets tidy up your garden yeah you know remove any broken (laughs) fixtures yeah exactly so why would you go spend all this money on your marketing if you're not getting the house ready for marketing yes definitely Yes, I think you've um, you've hit the nail on the head there, that's for sure. Now, we're going to have a short break with more from Susie Nabillo-Lawson from Furnish Solutions, where she will talk to us about the subtle differences that make a big impact, the costs and the trust. So you're listening to Real Estate Right, and we are here today with the gorgeous Susie Nabila Lawson from Furnished Solutions talking about the importance of using a professional stylist. So now we touched before the break on the importance of artwork. Now, vendors can get a bit funny about artwork and its placement on walls, especially after a new paint job. So explain to us the benefits of artwork, even though we talked a little bit about it before the break, but um, yep. honestly, there's more more to it than just pretty pictures. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's amazing how many people live without artwork. And the main reason for that is they've always been too scared to choose what artwork, like it's mm-hmm. just something that people really struggle with. So a lot of the times when we are doing a partial style, it's predominantly artwork and cushions yeah. and accessories, because these are just things that people can't choose. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of the times um, they may have had some artwork, you know, 
crappy artwork or, you know, family portraits, wedding photos and that kind of thing. And they know I'm going to ask them to take it down. So it's like they quickly get everything off the walls before I yeah. get there. Like, you know, and then you see the shadow of the walls, don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where they were. And then sometimes they've had them repainted. And then as soon as we start t- talking artwork, they go into this panic. Oh, but we've just had the walls freshly painted. Like, how are you going to hang these? Are you going to use 3M? We don't use 3M because mm. for a few reasons. One, uh, you're limited with the weight. Yeah. It's okay maybe to hang canvases, but we like to hang prints. In some rooms, you just have to have that reflection of glass yeah. or a mirror. So 3M's not going to cut it from there. Also, we find depending on what kind of paint's being used, sometimes that 3M stuff just won't stick to it properly yeah. and they'll end up falling down. So we always use um, an angle hook with a little nail. Yes, and people go into a panic. They're like, but we've just had these walls painted. And we're like, but that's okay. Like there's actually no requirement for them to have them removed and patched up at settlement. Like you are actually allowed to have a nail in the wall yeah. for settlement. Even in brand new builds, you know, $3 million properties, we will do the nail and it is left there at the end. Yeah. Occasionally, if we have someone that's feeling a little bit uneasy about that, we will say to them, we can remove it and putty the hole. We get this stuff from Bunnings and it's like you just patch it up. No one will know. We know it's there, but it's such a tiny little hole no one will know. So, But the reality is if you've you've just painted the walls, you should have a little bit of leftover paint somewhere for that sort of thing. That's right. Exactly right. But like I said, there's no legal requirement to have picture hooks removed from a wall for settlement. So... And, you know, to spend money on styling and not to have any artwork on the walls is just like, why bother? Yeah. <laughs> That's just the finishing piece. It's like, yeah. you know, going to the hairdresser to get a haircut but not bothering with a blow dry. Like, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you need artwork. Artwork really does lift a room and brings a lot of warmth and um, you don't want to look at star calls. And the flip side, if your walls aren't in the best shape, yeah, you know they are looking a bit yellow and tired. Um, artwork will just lift the room as well. So, and it will hide yeah. all those little things like cracks and and exactly right. No, exactly right. Badly. Or you know marks from you know furniture can mark the walls as well. Oh, yeah. Kids, pets, um, but yeah, there's n- honestly no need to panic with um, hanging artwork. Do you find yeah. a lot of people panic with it? Mostly men. <laughs> sorry guys (laughs) I don't know what it is maybe someone can tell me what it is but um yes I guess you've also got the struggle of the solid brick walls as well haven't you yeah yeah Yeah. when we're using solid brick walls we tend to just use canvases and we've got these um little plastic white hooks with the three little pins and they will go through Uh, occasionally we'll drill but we try not to drill holes into walls um yeah, but yeah, they still need artwork. They do. <laughs> now, what don't stylists do um, and who should you turn to to get these jobs done? Okay, we don't clean. So please have your house clean before we come. <laughs> it's amazing how many people want to clean after we arrive. I'm like, well, how are we going to roll all our rugs? How are we going to place all our things on the kitchen bench? So we have been known to run back to the warehouse and get our vacuum cleaner and mop just so that we can roll our things out, our rugs out. But look, we we don't clean. We clean our items. So all our furniture and accessories are cleaned. Yeah. Um, You know, we we don't um, 
we don't do gardening. That's something mm-hmm. that you need to organise yourself. Um, we won't paint walls. What we will do, though, <laughs> if we do see, like, 30 hooks on the walls that shouldn't be there, we will remove those and putty those holes up because we can't stand to have our nice artwork there and those there. Yeah. Um, what else don't we do? We... That's a good question. Yeah, we don't out, do any maintenance. Sorry? Do you empty out cupboards and stuff? No, we don't empty out cupboards. No, uh, we leave that. We don't want to touch anyone's things. We'll say to them, try and declutter your cupboards as best as you can because people are nosy and they will open them up. Um, but we won't um, We won't go through their they're cupboards. Not, they're not nosy. They just want to see how big the cupboard is. So yeah. the cupboard <laughs> could That's be true. a door that is it could be a massive yeah. walk-in storeroom or it could be yeah. an old door cavity and it's just enough to be a spice rack. It could, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, they're not being nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what's behind the wall, the door. Yeah. Sometimes there's a door and there's nothing behind it. It's just purely a, yeah. oh, I've seen a couple of those where it's plaster and, 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 yeah. um, uh, framework, just timber framework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you need to look. <laughs> yeah, you need to look. Yeah. Um, now, we did touch on this a little bit, but talking about trusting your real estate agent, why is it important to trust your agent in using their stylists rather than going with your own stylists? Yeah. Look, it's quite important to use the recommended stylist from your agent because your agent's already spent many years building up a rapport with the stylist. They understand what each other needs, wants. Um, they understand the market. You know, you might get a, a real a stylist from another area that's never, ever styled a property in your area and they're not going to really understand what the st- what the market is. So, yeah. you know, the stylist would have spent a lot of years building up that rapport with the agent, understanding what their market is, what they expect as yeah. well. So, and, you know, we're always dealing with quite tight deadlines. And so the agent just needs to have that confidence that the stylist is going to be finished at 3 p.m. for the three o'clock photos. Yeah. Um, you know. And it's usually that that's what, the line, isn't it? It is. It is definitely. And that things are going to be done properly. We had one agent who'd um, referred a job to us and his client went with another one that was cheaper. Yeah. And they did the job. And then when the um, agent came along with the photographer, he actually told the photographer to go away. And he rang me and he said, Susie, please, you need to come down and see what they've done. Yeah. So I drove out there and it was hideous. Yeah. It was so bad um, that. Well, that was like the, that one I did Like the photographer was coming in half an hour and she's just like, oh my God, how am I going to fix this? Yeah. <laughs> Well, the agent rang the other stylist and mm. said, come and get all your things and refund the customer. You cannot be serious. Yeah. And they did. They came and picked everything up, refunded the money, and then I came in the next day and styled it. So, you know, it was a lot of stress for the agent. Oh, he yeah. He just the went owner. to the house thinking, I, I, I can't, I can't photograph this because I know what money they want for this house and I, mm. there is no way I'm ever going to be able to achieve that. So, you know, it was all all over $300. That was all that oh, was in really? the difference between the two quotes. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So yeah. It, it really is beneficial to listen to your agent. Yeah. And the reality is most agents have two or three stylists on their books and they will choose the right stylists for your home that 
six correct time. So correct, yes. You know, you'll yeah, you you best to to trust that process. You know. Exactly right. And and I know that some people are price conscious and your agent mm. will still get you a couple of quotes if that's what you want so that you can see Um, because, you know, the cheapest is not always the best. It's only cheap for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, we know all about that, don't we? Now. Yeah. (laughs) Now, lastly, we're going to go through some figures. Um, How much is it going to cost us, ballpark, to furnish a one-bedroom apartment? Yeah. So for a one-bedroom, you're looking at starting around $1,800. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there are some companies that will just have set package prices and I'd be very wary of that because they don't normally tell you what you're going to get. You get what you get and don't get upset is generally how it goes. So, And you don't want that. You're spending 1800 bucks. You want it to be done proper. Yeah. They might say you're only going to get one piece of artwork, but you might go that might need three Yeah, and things like that. So it's always best to have a proper quote, yes. which will detail what you're actually getting for your money and not just the price. Yeah. Now you've also got to understand with that $1,800, you know, the stylist has gone there to do the report. The stylist has got that approved. The stylist has organized furniture removalists to come to the property. You've got furniture. You've got somebody coming in and making your beds and ironing everything out and styling and putting everything in there. Then they go away. And then four weeks later, they come back and take all that stuff away. $1,800 is a really cheap investment for the amount of work that's involved. Absolutely. Yep. Nailed nailed on the head there. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's that. And that's what I know. I'm sure there's probably more parts to that journey as well, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, there's all the prepping and planning in the warehouse beforehand. Oh, yeah. um, Sometimes, yeah. And sometimes when they sell in a week, they want a refund. Oh, and really? we're like, well, no, yeah, it's it's a four-week minimum because there's so much work. work involved. Yeah, you can't just divide it by four. Like it's a four-week high. You can't divide by four and ask for three weeks back. That's not how it works huh. because all the labour, it's You've very labour-intensive. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing glamorous about our job. Everyone always says, oh, it must be so <laughs> much fun to do your job. Uh, try like moving house three times a day. <laughs> Tell me how fun that sounds. <laughs> Because that's really what it is. <laughs> yeah. It is. We yeah. start off in the dusty warehouse we're, yeah. and, yeah, moving house. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. So how about a two-bedroom unit? Obviously, we're going to pay yeah. a little so, bit more. Yeah, it's two-bedroom, you're probably looking at about 2200 and onwards, depending yeah. on how big your living space is and what's required in the living room. But, yeah, yeah. generally speaking, And you'll also provide the, um, the outdoor furniture for that as well? Correct, yes. There'll be, like, little, um, you know, three-piece outdoor setting with a plant, um, all the accessories, all the, yeah, artwork, cushions, furniture, linen. Nice. And we set it all up. So the owner doesn't need to do anything other than have a clean property. Yes. Yes. Please. Size the clean. (laughs) (laughs) And and lastly, we'll do a four-bedroom home because obviously we've got a couple of living areas, um, a bit more, you know, bigger outdoor entertaining space. Um, Yeah. So you're probably looking at starting from about $4,500 for a four-bedroom with two living and onwards. Once again, it just depends on how big the living spaces are, how many big walls do you have, how many pieces of artwork, because it's all sort of priced on per item. Yeah. And the reality is that $4,500 could be the difference between making a $10,000 profit on your house and a $500,000 profit on your house. 
Correct. Look, we see it's it's hard to quantify what a house would have sold Without. if it wasn't styled versus styled. Mm. But what we can say is, um, you know, we see like 95% clearance rates of properties that we style. Yes. And uh, which is quite significant. And the returns that people are getting, so they'll have their like price range of what they want. Mm. And you're normally seeing in excess of 40,000 above what they want. But we have been seeing some incredible results in the last few months where people are getting over 200,000, even a million over. It's it's really quite crazy right now. Um, and then people say, well, you know, the market's so crazy right now. Why do I need a style? Well, and you do because there is competition out there. You still want to stand out. And especially with all these constant lockdowns, we are seeing so many properties selling through lockdowns because they've got their great styling photos on the internet and they're buying sight unseen even, or they may have at least been to one open and then they're just reassuring themselves that this this is the property they want by looking at the photos on the internet. Yeah. And, and the the real thing is that there's so many buyers out there at the moment and they're desperate to buy, but they're only going to buy the good ones. The ones, if if they, the best. So you're essentially giving them a reason to go and check your property out by getting it styled and getting it looking the part. Whereas if you neglect that part, they're just going to wash over it and just not even, it's it's just correct, not correct. even in their mind at all. Yeah. They're just gonna they go may come back to it later if they miss yeah. out on the other one. Cause the yeah. Price or they miss out the next thousand. 10. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and then yeah. they'll only offer, you know, 5,000 more. Than what yeah. Look, we're seeing some incredible I don't like the word war, but we're seeing some incredible bidding wars. Yes. You know, people are, I want this one. Yes, there's 10 other houses on the market, but they all want this yeah. one because it looks amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It is exciting out there, but, you know, it's um, terrifying at the same time when it comes to buying property, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, yes. Now, I think that's all we've got to say. Is there anything else that you want to mention? Uh no, I think um, just some other like important aspects, I guess. Yeah. You know, styling is a big part of it. But, you know, if you've got the budget for it, do a fresh coat of paint, get your carpet steam cleaned, um, you know, tidy up the garden. Make sure all your light fixtures have working globes. It's amazing how many houses we come into and half the globes aren't working in the and house. And make sure they're so, the same colour. You know, Either choose a warm light the same or a cool light. Which one? But not... Exactly. Yeah. And take those frosted light covers off. It just sucks all the lighting out. So just little things like that. But, you know, if you are on a budget, don't worry about all those things. Get the styling done because they may not notice some of those other imperfections or, you know, some houses may look so run down that you think I couldn't even live in this. But when we're finished, you see that. Yes, you could actually live in this while you're building up the funds to do your renovation or get your plans through council, uh, you know, for a demolition and things like that. So even the ugly ducklings deserve to be styled. I must admit, I just did one before we got on um, just by FaceTime and the agent's gone through the property goes, oh, it's this this cream brick thing on a corner block. I said, well, obviously it's going to be a development site. And he's like, yep, and he's opened the front door because, oh, the smell, and then you could see the yellowing. Walls and he's like, oh, smoker lived there, did they? <laughs> I 
yeah. Going to need to paint that one. Paint that one. (laughs) (laughs) I need to open up a lot of windows. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, sometimes you can't dress up an ugly duckling, but um, maybe a bit of paint. Anyway, it's all good. Bit of paint, bit of furniture. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. So thanks so much, yeah. Susie, for coming on to Real Estate Ride. Uh, I think our listeners have a greater appreciation for getting the experts in to style their homes. Now, how can homeowners and investors thinking of selling get in touch with you? Yes, I would love to hear from anybody that's um, looking to getting their house ready for sale. So you can reach me by phone. That's probably the quickest way, which is on 0425 288 nine double zero or you can send me an email suzy at furnish solutions with an s dot com dot au so we service all of melbourne um we can quote off floor plans old photos on the internet or we can come out on site and in the new year we will be branching out in queensland in the brisbane and gold coast area so if you think you may have something in the new year we can start talking now for then beautiful sounds so exciting so um yeah give Susie a call she's an amazing stylist and um yeah she'll get your home looking absolutely schmick and giving you the best prices so yeah thank you so much yeah and if you'd like to check out our work with uh, on instagram our handle is furnish underscore solutions sounds good thanks so much for having me sue thanks for coming on it's always a pleasure to have uh, a new person on, but also somebody who's actually an expert in their field <laughs> and longevity <laughs> with it. Thank you so much. Now, next week we are talking to Tim Carson from McCartney Real Estate in Torquay, where he will talk to us about buying an investment property with short-term holiday-style rentals in mind. So don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music, and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, contact sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.